Hello, this is Randy from Lighthouse Church, and we're in part four of this little series, this mini-series, which wasn't a mini-series this past Sunday because we preached the whole message. I gave all five must, and I can't remember, but I, I believe I probably said while I was preaching Sunday that each one of these points or these must could be a standalone series by themselves. Five must during difficult times or during times of uncertainty and confusion. And the first must was that you must obtain and maintain your peace. The second was that you must trust in the Lord. Yesterday we hit part three, which is you must operate in wisdom. And again, all of these are rooted in the word of God. So the foundation of every one of these must are the word of God. I'm going to give you a part four tonight. Tomorrow we're going to close it up with part five. And tonight, here's the fourth must, is and it's this, you must be led by the Spirit. I am going to be doing a series on this title I was sharing with some pastor friends months ago that I think one of the most important series that we could do right now or to teach the body of Christ or our congregations is on what it is to really be led by the Spirit of God right now. Because there are so many voices that are screaming at you saying you need to do this or you need to do this that we can get just confused, like, what are we supposed to do? And we have forgotten this wonderful gift that we have in this blessing, which is to be led by the Spirit of God. So I'm going to give you some scriptures, and, and, and why this is important to be led by the Spirit is, you know, as a, as a pastor, as a, as a ministry leader, I, I don't want to just give people my opinions. Now, I can as I'm teaching, you can't help but do that when you're sharing the Word of God, you're proclaiming the Word of God, you're giving your perception of it, and you know you hope you do it in a way that people can kind of chew on it, and and um, you, you hope that you see it the proper way. We need the whole body of Christ to see things clearly. No one person has the angle, and we, you know, we don't have perfect truth. Only Jesus obviously has perfect truth, but there are some areas where the Word of God is very clear, and there's areas where it's not as clear. So we know this, that you don't have to be led by the Spirit of God to say, I'm going to walk in purity or holiness. You don't have to be led by the Spirit of God to know that you need to be faithful in your marriage. Now, while I'm saying that, I want anyone to hear with me that I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful for the blood of Jesus, for the cross, for the resurrection, for redemption, for restoration, for healing, because we're broken humanity, but he came to, to heal us, to set us free, to deliver us, to love us. Isn't it just an amazing thing? But I'm saying this, that we don't have to be led by the Spirit of God in areas where the Word of God is completely clear because the Holy Spirit will never contradict himself. He's never going to contradict the Word of God. So if a person says, well, I feel like the Lord told me this, or he gave me permission to do this, but it's contradictory to the word of God, well, that person's just lying or they're just being completely dishonest or they're deceived. And one of the worst things about deception is that you don't know you're deceived. Some people, they're not deceived. They're willingly choosing to reject the word of God to go a different direction. So when we're talking about this being led by the spirit, I know a lot of people that are just, um, they're just vexed. They're just filled with so much angst and anxiety and pressure when it comes to things like the mandate, like the vaccine mandate, and from my position, I feel the, the best counsel to give somebody is, what has the Lord spoke to your heart? I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just 
a, a guy who loves Jesus and loves his family. That's that's it. And I love people. So there are things that you have to be able to hear from God on. Because at the end of the day, you know, you have to make a decision that you feel is right. And this is just one area and where you have one camp that's screaming loudly and the other camp is screaming loudly and they're in the both outer fringes of the extreme and they believe that their only perception is right and they, they both resort to bullying or mocking tactics. So what are we supposed to do? And so we have to be able to be calm. That's why you have to get your peace. You have to walk in peace. That's why you also have to um, trust in the Lord. We put our faith and our hope and our trust in Him. You have to operate in wisdom and then learn to be led by the Spirit. This is one of those things that you don't just do it one time and you got it. This is something that for the rest of our lives, we can be led by the Spirit. No matter where you are, Holy Spirit can lead you. The Bible says this right here. And again, the Spirit of God will never lead you to do things contrary to the Word of God. That's why we need to devour the Word of God. Romans 8, 12 through 14 says this. So then, brothers, and uh, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Many times we're guilty of this in some of our non-denominational circles. We're guilty of extrapolating a scripture, taking a verse out of context apart from the chapter or the, the paragraph or the whole, isolating it and and rejoicing over one part of it while ignoring the rest. And I know that I memorized Romans 8.14 as a young Christian, but I did not memorize uh, the two verses that came before it. So I'm going to read it all again. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. We can't cherry-pick scriptures. We want to embrace all of it. What I have discovered, I'm 48 years old now, is that as I walk with God, you know what His Word does? His Word, it heals me. It fulfills me. It changes me. It encourages me. It brings me peace and joy. It also instructs me. It corrects me. It rebukes me. It reproves me. And that's why I love it so much. Listen to this in the NLT. Therefore, dear brothers, same passage, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. If you've been born again, you don't have to submit to the flesh. So you don't have any obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit... You put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. This is a great promise we have as believers, as sons and daughters of the Most High God, that we can be led by the Spirit. And I'm going to tell you this, that the Holy Spirit will lead you into different areas. He'll lead you when it comes to your finances, to choices and decisions that you have to make. Roman, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I want to read this to you, verses 9 through 14. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagine, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. 
Now we have. Oh, I just got something. I'm. I'm it's, hang on tight. It just came to me. Let me finish reading this though. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person or the carnal person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly or foolishness to him. And he is not able to, to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. I just had this thought that the entire Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all locked in together to help us. Isn't that just amazing? I just had that just thought just hit me. I don't know why I just get excited sometimes about simple things. And this is simple. It's so exciting. You know, we sometimes we take the Holy Spirit and he's like the weird uncle that nobody wants to talk about. We love the Father. He's God the Father. We can talk about the Son, but the Holy Spirit, we don't talk about him. But it's not God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Bible. It's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So there are things that that you can't grasp or grow in if you're natural, if you're carnal, and if you're living according to the flesh. You can quote scriptures all day long. You can have read your Bible multiple times. But if you're living under the, the yoke of sin and you're a slave to sin, you can have all kinds of thoughts and ideas about God. It doesn't matter because you're bound by your flesh and you can't be led by the Spirit of God. There's a war going on between your flesh and and the Spirit. And the Spirit wants to serve God, and the flesh does not. And so to be led by the Spirit of God, this is there's never been a time like today to say, I, I want to position myself to hear Him when He speaks to me and, and to be able to follow that voice. All right. Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to wrap it up right now. Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 24. Listen here. But I, how, how can I how do I walk by the Spirit? How do I overcome sin? And how can I really be led by the Spirit of God? And look here. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And let me just tell you from experience, you don't overcome sin by just saying, I'm not going to sin. So you just, I'm sorry. It's just not how it works. We have some people on right now that are watching this that they've been walking with the Lord for years, and they're called, they're anointed, you know, and, and they'll tell you, that you walk through some things, you walk through some things, you know, and the flesh is just the flesh. How you overcome the sin, uh, sin and how do you um, uh, overcome the desires and the pull of the flesh? By walking in the Spirit. And I'm, I'm going to talk about what that is in just one second. So here he says this, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I don't bet you, but I want to have a walk. I want to walk by the Spirit of God. I don't want just to talk. They say that your walk walks and your talk, or your, yeah, your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. I'd rather not have a platform, not have a voice for anything, but for people to see the way I live my life and say that is a man of God. He serves the Lord. Watch him, you know, and 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 look at the way he interacts. Look at how he conducts himself. All right, let's just keep going. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. The desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if, there's a big if here. Now he's talking to the church, right? He says, but if, and I hope you're getting something out of this, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. But if you are led by the Spirit, 
you're not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh or the fruit of the flesh are evident. Listen here. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger. Ooh, and I'm driving. Help me, Jesus. Rivalries, dissensions, divisions or factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. Now, listen to what he says here. I'll warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, here's the Apostle Paul talking to a church, probably at least four different churches in the region of Galatia that he planted. All four of these particular churches, most scholars believe there are four churches in the province in the region of Galatia. And look what he's saying. He's given them a warning. Now, I don't know about you, but um, when he gives a warning, how many ever give a warning to your kid? Like, I'm going to tell you right now, if you cross this line, you're going to get corrected, or there's going to be a penalty right here. And, you know, and they do. And so then, therefore, they have to, you know, they get the circumstances. They get the rebuke or the discipline, whatever it is. Paul's given a warning, and Paul doesn't give a plastic warning. This is the, so again, we can't go into the Bible and say, hey, I'm going to take and I'm going to magnify this portion of scripture right here, but I'm going to de-escalate this one right here. I'm going to elevate this one because it, it, it appeases me or it gratifies me. We heap up teachers. The Bible says in the last days, people will heap up teachers according to their own desires because they have itching ears. And I'm going to tell you right now that you can make the word of God say anything you want it to say. You just can in the charismatic circles, we can make it say absolutely anything we want it to say. But look what he's saying right here. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such... There is no law. And I got one awesome scripture. I'm going to follow it up. But first, let me just say this about the fruit of the Spirit. A lot of times in our circles, and, and, and since this is my circles, that's why I'm talking and saying these things, because I'm speaking to our circles. We, we can get excited. Some camps, they only want to talk about the gifts of the Spirit. In some camps, they only want to talk about the fruit of the Spirit, and they feel like the gifts of the Spirit don't operate. And I love how Holy Spirit is likened as a dove in the Bible. And so just imagine there's this bird, this dove, and it's got nine feathers on this wing and nine feathers on this wing. It's got nine feathers, nine gifts of the Spirit, and you got nine fruit of the Spirit, and it takes both of them to fly properly. We want a healthy balance of the gifts of the Spirit in operation and the fruit of the Spirit, being led by the Spirit. Listen here, verse 24. And those who belong to Christ Jesus. Do you belong to Jesus Christ? Do you? Let me just tell you this, God is so awesome. He says here, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Now, look, in the days we live in right now, I encourage you to be led by the Spirit. Here's what the Spirit of God will help you do. The Spirit of God will lead you and guide you into all truth. We actually taught last night. We're going through the, the Purple Book in our church on Wednesday nights. And last night, we talked about the Holy Spirit and spiritual gifts. And just gave a number of scriptures. The Holy Spirit will lead you. One of his responsibilities, one of his roles, is to lead you and to guide you into all truth. That means the Spirit of God, as you stay in the Word of God, and you stay in the pocket place of prayer, there are times, there, there are podcasts you won't listen to anymore. There's YouTube videos you're going to say, I, you know what, I can't listen to that. You're going to begin to withdraw from some teaching that maybe you have heard because you realize and recognize 
there's some error in it. And so the, the, the Holy Spirit will lead you and he will, he will guide you. He'll give you wisdom. If you are, if you feel like you need to take the vaccine or you don't, guess what? He will give you that wisdom. And so what I'd rather do as a pastor is not say, go do this or go don't do that. Now I can open up the word of God and say this, Hey, let's not live in sin. Hey, let's not hate our brother. Hey, let's, let's, let's walk in forgiveness. Hey, let's repent. Come on. Let's confess our sins. Cause the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hey, let's open up the word of God. Let's reach the lost. Hey, let's open up the word of God and let's make disciples. These are things that are very clear in the scriptures. So we will expound on those. But when it comes to something, should I take this job? Should I relocate to another part of the country? Hey, you know, should I go this direction? Hey, should I pursue this person, um, consider them for marriage? Hey, you know, um, we feel like it's time to start raising a family. These are things that you can pray about, and the Spirit of God will lead you. The reason why some people have a hard time, you know, to hear the voice of the, the Lord clearly or hearing the Spirit of God and being led by the Spirit of God is either one, they're bound by fear. That's why, number one, you got to get peace. Some reasons why they have a hard time being led by the Spirit is because there's they're just walking in that you're walking in the flesh. And and so you just got you just walk in the flesh. And you can't walk, you're not walking the spirit, you're following the flesh. But the Bible says if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And if you belong to Christ, you've crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. So I hope this has helped you. And it was really clear on Sunday morning when I taught it, and I just felt like, man, I just want to be able to encourage you here. Again, this is not normally how these are these are I've tried to make these videos short. First one was kind of long because I was given a foundation. So it was about 12 minutes. Then there was a six-minute video and I think another six-minute video. Tonight's obviously our longest one, but there's a lot. Tomorrow night, we're going to bring it home, and it's going to be a powerful one, strong. My favorite one to talk about, though. And so why I'm really excited about this particular teaching is because we have a lot of air in the body of Christ, and I want to encourage our church, and of course I'm doing this at Lighthouse Church, but we're sharing it broad, but I want you to hear me is that my desire for you is that you'd be led by the Spirit, that you would not attach yourself to a greasy grace message, and that you also would not fall under the clutches of ruthless legalism, but there is a balance that we can walk in. I'm going to give one scripture, wasn't planned to do this, but I'm going to go do it right now because I want to, and it's in Titus chapter 2. Verse 11, and here's what it says. It says, for the grace of God. How many love the grace of I love the grace of God. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. How about you? But I believe that the grace of God and that salvation is available for all. Training us. Now listen, just keeps on talking. The Bible was not written in chapter and verse. It was a letter. Each book of the Bible is actually a long letter that was written. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, Training us, see, saving grace teaches you something. Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Declare these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. 
can't say it enough that if you could just memorize Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through 15, and hold on to that, especially in these times that we live in, grab a hold of these different musts. I think that can really encourage you. Uh, you know, get your peace, trust in the Lord, operate in wisdom, and you must be led by the Spirit. And you're going you're gonna to do well. And we got one more tomorrow night. Love you all. Have a great night. See you tomorrow.